0: Welcome to The Read-Along,
1: a mini book club for your ears.
0: I'm your host, Scott.
1: I'm your other host, Anita.
0: And join us on a journey through a good book,
1: one one chapter chapter at at a time.
0: time. Have you ever watched a movie and wondered... Could that have been better? Well, fortunately, there's a place you can go to find out. I have some notes as a podcast where Greg Beaver, Liam Creswick, and me, Scotty Bourgeois, discuss movies and try to punch them up. You can find it right now wherever good podcasts can be found. Front loaded apologies if the acoustics on this episode sound a little different. Uh, we ended up having to move out of our usual recording studio in the basement.
1: Our luxurious <laughs> basement studio.
0: And have temporarily set up in the kitchen, which is, uh, unfortunately a little more, um, spacious. spacious and has a little more reverb, so it might sound a little different for this and a couple upcoming episodes we're gonna try to sort
1: things out yeah. more
0: permanently. If we sound forward. like
1: we're recording in a kitchen, uh... It's It's because because we are. We're recording in our kitchen. We are
0: absolutely 100% recording in our
1: kitchen. This is entirely my fault. My work setup had to change, and so we had to rearrange the basement a little, and we lost our our little recording space.
0: Yeah. So uh, you can blame that on Nita. Yeah, my bad. Hopefully, everything still sounds fine, though. I think so. Also, new book.
1: Yes. You smell that? New book smell.
0: Yeah. Getting into it with the start of a murder mystery,
1: Ooh. which
0: we have not done in a while.
1: No, I'm excited.
0: Not a proper murder mystery. So uh, yeah, we, we kind of decided to uh, shake up the genres, do something we haven't done in a bit with a detective story. This one kind of caught our eye because, frankly, it just seemed quirky.
1: Yeah, we were wandering around the bookstore and Scott had picked several mm. and I was searching through what he had picked to see if I liked anything. And when it came down to it, I went, I want the queen detective. It seems the most fun. <laughs> so here we are.
0: Yeah, the queen as Miss Marple kind of had a little bit of an appeal.
1: Well, it Sounds fun.
0: Certainly uh, intrigued us enough to decide to give it a go. Um, this is actually the first of a trilogy of books. I don't know if it's going to be an ongoing series down the road, but I do know that there are two more uh, that are Her Her Majesty the Queen Investigates. <laughs> uh, the other two are The Three Dog Problem and Murder Most Royal. Ooh. That they're all from within the last few years, though. Winds Not came out 2020. Uh, Three Dog Problem is 21. Murder Most Royal, 22. Maybe there'll be another one this year. We'll have to... Oh, maybe. We'll have to bug S.J. Bennett about that and find <laughs> out if we like this one.
1: I like, already like this one, and uh, we're only one chapter in. Yeah, so. we're going
0: to be reading it for another 30 or so weeks. So, <laughs> <laughs> brace yourselves. S.J. Bennett is a uh, reasonably prolific writer. Uh, apparently, mostly the author of young adult and kids novels
1: okay cool
0: so this is her foray into slightly more adult fair I guess
1: awesome I'm I'm pretty sure I've never read anything else of hers I think this is my first book of hers yeah cool I'm okay with that
0: yeah, always good to discover new authors. Uh-huh,
1: absolutely. For us,
0: not necessarily a new author, but like yeah, yeah, an author we have not personally experienced. Hopefully you haven't experienced, so this is a good mm-hmm. experience for all of us, yeah.
1: I'll, I'll be honest, I have to really, really enjoy a work to want to go back to the same author over and over and over again. I like a diverse group. I like reading new and different things from all over the place and all kinds of people, right? So this is going to be right up my alley, I think.
0: Indeed. But uh, with that preamble and with no chapter to recap. It's true. Let's uh, maybe dive right into chapter one of The Windsor Knot by S.J. Bennett.
1: This was the perfect appetizer to the rest of this book. Yeah,
0: decent cold open.
1: Right? Your standard mystery cold open. We have this scene We're missing large chunks of information. We're introduced to a bunch of people that we know nothing about.
0: A couple suspicious characters. Right?
1: A couple things have been seeded. Indeed. Yeah. No, it's good. I don't want to say it's standard opening for a mystery, but it is, but in a good way. Like, this is a good way to open a mystery.
0: I'm intrigued that we have two perspective characters in the first chapter. Yeah. Because I kind of expected that we'd be mostly in Her Majesty's brains. Because she's the detective. Yes. Uh, but we're not, because we are also in one of the, I'm going to call them suspects, quote unquote, Probably. Brains, Masha, uh, one of the members of the Russian delegation that's currently attending the festivities at Windsor Castle. Yes. And we kind of get her perspective at breakfast, and that intrigues me, because it's it's a different perspective character in a mystery novel. Right.
1: Well, because we open with Her Majesty. Yeah. Right? Talking Talking to us through her point of view, right? As she's out for her morning ride, which is very... Queenly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, enjoying Windsor Castle, her favorite of her castles. Yes. I wish I had multiple castles so that I could be choosy about which was my favorite. (laughs) But uh, I am not Her Majesty the Queen, so.
1: Exactly. Yeah, so we start out with the Queen on her morning ride, having her morning thoughts about things.
0: Indeed. And already aware that something has gone awry. Yes. Because she is very observant and notes when the household is in a state Mm -hmm. and so knows that knows right up front someone has died in the night
1: yeah well and i would imagine that if someone dies in her castle in the evening like over overnight someone would tell her in the morning it's kind of important don't you think
0: you'd think that but she actually says in her point of view like she had to kind of wring it out of her household staff because they didn't want to upset her with the details
1: yes but she's the queen
0: Yeah, you don't say no to the Queen. No. The perspective might have been more if she doesn't notice, let's just keep it on the DL. But if she specifically asks about it, you don't you don't say no. No. Why
1: would you? Also, this isn't, you know, the real Her Majesty the Queen. This is Detective Queen. This is fictional detective. Fictional detective queen. That's true. (laughs) So sorry. Fictional detective Her Majesty the Queen. Almost
0: certainly the title of this episode.
1: It's just a beautiful collection of words right there. I'm going to, by the end of this book, her title is going to be unreasonably long. I know it.
0: Then we, as I mentioned, switch to a different perspective. And we go to Masha and her perspective at a very fancy breakfast or brunch yeah. with some of the other Mucky Mucks who were at this soiree the night before. Um, That includes other suspicious characters, including her husband, Yuri. Right? A woman by the name of Meredith Gostelow, who makes a fabulous entrance.
1: Uh, More than fashionably late. Indeed. But I don't know who she is yet.
0: I don't know who she is either, but... She jumped out as someone to pay attention mm-hmm. to.
1: Well, she was also given a name. Indeed. Not everyone at breakfast is given a name.
0: No, we get some uh, some titles. The racing manager is there. Uh, the former Russian ambassador is in attendance, yes. which makes sense. He'd be there because there's this Russian delegation in town. The Archbishop of Canterbury is attending breakfast as well.
1: And Sir David Attenborough. And,
0: of course... Sir David
1: Attenborough. You don't need to give a title because it's perhaps, Sir David Attenborough.
0: Perhaps the most suspicious person of all at this luncheon.
1: <laughs> well, like, by the end of this chapter, he could be. We know so little <laughs> it's true. through these few pages. Is
0: it wrong that I'm deeply hoping uh, <laughs> s- that Attenborough is a recurring character in this novel? That
1: would be wonderful.
0: <laughs> if you're going to fill a novel with fun historical tidbits and, yeah. and people like that, why not have...
1: And a fictional story that includes real people in yeah. it.
0: Why not have David Attenborough? Sure, why
1: not? Great, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome.
0: And it, it tracks to me that he'd be at a fancy soirée at Windsor Palace. Of so.
1: course, he's Sir David Attenborough. Indeed, he probably narrated the whole thing. He
0: well, just because he said that, the rest of this book is going to be narrated in his voice. <laughs>
1: <You> can't <laughs> in help my but mind. read it in his voice. In I love my it. mind, there you go. All right, so based on what we picked up from our snippets at breakfast, mm-hmm. obviously there was a a, a to do last night, right? Yes. A big party. My guess is something salacious has happened.
0: I mean, one could assume that some salacious activity took place. Because there's always, in a murder mystery like this, in a grand place where there are a bunch of, like, suspicious characters moving around, everybody's got something to hide, right? Exactly. So something went on at this soiree, not just including the mysterious
1: death. Right? We just
0: don't know what yet. Because
1: there was there was like a hint of flirting. Yep. There was a little bit of like blushing embarrassment. Which leads me to believe something salacious happened. Clearly something went wrong because someone is dead.
0: Yes. And I mean we or know it's- Possibly from...
1: right because someone is dead.
0: Fair enough. We also know from the blurb that it's
1: murder. So yes, exactly. Like spoiler we... alert,
0: someone was murdered. Well,
1: we know it's murder, but yeah. Normally, people don't just randomly turn up dead and have a murder mystery written about them. So something yeah. went wrong.
0: Well, and uh, for the record, and I'm sure we've said this before, knowledge from the blurb does not count as foreknowledge from the book. No, definitely not. So we, we are not reading ahead just because we know what the book is about.
1: Yes. Everybody's hiding something, yes. right? Because that's how it works. I I know so little. Well, like, yeah. Every, it's a, it's everything I know open. is just... Vague.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's the cold open. So we we don't have much to go on yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now would be, of course, a terrible time to make an irresponsible accusation of murder in the accusing parlor. Which, to be fair, has been locked and shuttered for a couple books now.
1: Oh, at least a couple books now.
0: needs to get proper dusted off. So we definitely...
1: I'll ring the maid.
0: I'll tell you what, we definitely shouldn't go into the accusing parlor today because it's filthy in there. (laughs) There's sheets on all of the... everywhere. ...all the furniture. Like, it needs... uh, The chimney needs swept. We'll get on that. (laughs) We'll get into the accusing parlor soon enough, but we'll make sure it's cleaned up before we get back in there.
1: Yes, exactly. So, I am under the impression... That the vast majority of our breakfast guests do not know that someone is dead.
0: No, uh, and that's certainly the impression you get because a footman uh, arrives shortly before the end of the chapter. Just when Mash is waxing about how wonderful this experience has been, how it's like a fairy tale with the castle and the, and the servants and the, the grand soiree that happened the night before, and then a footman kind of, like, comes in and whispers something in her husband Yuri's ear. And he's immediately like, oh, no, and gets up and leaves.
1: Yeah. And like, we can... Not a word to anybody. He just yeah. up and leaves. We right? can
0: assume that that's him being informed of the murder.
1: That was my guess or as the, well.
0: The death. Because at this so, yeah. time...
1: Everyone thinks it's... Everyone... He died in his sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we know that from the blurb, that everyone thinks he died in his sleep. But, yeah, the tone at breakfast is so cheerful and slightly hungover that... Like, there's no way that the pall of death is over these people, right? They're yeah. They're too happy to have known that someone has died. And clearly her marriage is in trouble, right? Based on these handful of sentences. Well,
0: not necessarily. She and her husband have a relationship. We don't know too much about it.
1: They exchanged zero words in this chapter. And Fair. she ends by lamenting that she's going to die old and alone.
0: And she also was like, she was the one making flirty looks at like the racing manager, right? And she was kind of lost in her own thoughts.
1: Yeah, yeah, fair enough. There was there was mention of a of a drunken tango the night before. Indeed. So I don't know that that's still breakfast flirting. That might have been the booze talking from the night before. That's fair, right?
0: And uh, yeah, like we don't know for sure that their marriage is on the rocks, but yeah, you can.
1: It kind of feels infer- like it. for
0: I mean, I absolutely
1: up. could be wrong. Again, first chapter, very vague.
0: Again, you need a bunch of suspicious characters who have things to hide so they can be cagey. Yeah. When the queen comes around and starts asking them pointed questions. So Oh. I'm we're... actually wondering because the blurb does mention that the queen is working with her uh, assistant personal secretary, who yes. we have not met yet. I assume we'll meet them in the next chapter or two.
1: Oh yeah, probably.
0: Um. So is this going to be more like a like a Nero wolf thing where the queen is like masterminding things from behind the scenes, but someone else is actually going out and doing the investigating because it's the queen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a little awkward for the queen to come up to you with a notepad and start asking questions. Yeah. Right?
0: So uh, I'm actually thinking that might be a little more what we're getting to, but maybe we'll have to see.
1: I very much doubt that this is going to be the case, but it would amuse me a great deal to find out that Windsor castle is full of like secret passages and spy nooks and listening holes and the queen just creeps around behind the scenes spying on people
0: basically it's the clue mansion yes
1: basically except it's windsor castle except
0: it's windsor castle i mean (laughs) it is a castle so
1: (laughs) who knows who knows again i very much doubt that's the case but it would amuse me if it was indeed i'm hoping to learn more about this party last night my guess is that that is our our inciting event right it has something to do with the party
0: yeah, well, I mean, we'll probably learn more about the party as the investigation goes on. Yes, exactly. And find out, like, who was there, what they were doing, when they came, when they went, because it'll all factor into
1: the yeah, mystery. Yeah, it'll all fall into place. Indeed. Probably.
0: But we don't really have much to go on. We're not going to make a an irresponsible first chapter accusation at it's this time. very
1: unlike us.
0: <laughs> uh, to not make a, yeah. an accusation in the first chapter? We're Indeed. All,
1: all about irresponsible speculation over here.
0: It's true. Uh, but uh, we'll we'll let this one sit for now.
1: Yeah. I like think. I said, this is an appetizer chapter. Yeah, There's not a lot of info in it yet.
0: No guarantee that we won't make irresponsible accusations <laughs> in the second
1: chapter. Oh,
0: 100%. Yeah. Uh, but we'll shut things down here for now. A bit of a shorter episode, but... With a short little chapter. Short little chapter just to kind of wet our whistles. Yeah. yeah. Already excited to see where things go next. I really am. Yeah. So we'll wrap things up there. You'll want to read up on chapter two in time for next week. In the meantime, as I did mention last episode uh, and in the last couple episodes, we are no longer members of the Alberta Podcast Network. Uh, we are currently flying solo, but we do have a sort of sibling podcast. And I have some notes because I'm also a member of that crew. And uh, we just launched a Patreon going independent there as well. You can check that out at patreon.com slash I have some notes. If you'd like to uh, support my podcasting endeavors, supporting them indirectly supports the, the read along. Yeah. So is... Also,
1: I really like their podcast yeah. over there.
0: Uh, not just because you've been on it a couple times.
1: Well, no, and not just because my husband is on it because I genuinely like the idea of I have some notes. It's a good podcast. Yeah. So yeah, by all means, throw some support their way because it indirectly supports us over here.
0: Indeed. And with that said, uh, we will say that you can also give us a little rating and a review on your podcatcher of choice, because that helps us out. It sure does. You can also find us on social media.
1: Yeah, we are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Goodreads, because we bookish that way. We are at The Read Along on most of those. and yeah, try to be easy to find. Wherever
0: we could get it. Yeah. Uh, you can also send us an email.
1: Yes, we are thereadalong at gmail.com.
0: And with that said, as always, we love you very much, and we'll see you next time.
1: She'll start a counter if she ever says, We are not amused.
0: Thank you for joining us on The Read-Along with your hosts, Anita and Scott Bourgeois. All Read-Along music is by Kevin MacLeod at incompetech.com. Cover art is by Aaron Beaver. Be sure to join us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Read Along and check out our group on Goodreads.com.